0: We're gonna fight this one out. Get in the ring with us. That's right, folks. Conflict and crisis is with us this week.
1: Welcome! Like a sparrow building shelter with branches for its young. My mother built a nest with love for her little ones. My grandfather told her, doesn't matter what you have, the only thing you need for life is each other's helping hands. never Never the my mother always says Spread your wings and fly, you can always come back to rest Never the emptiness, my mother always says Wherever you may go to grow, this will always be your home
0: Yeah, okay, hi everyone, welcome to Never the Empty
2: <laughs> We're gonna just get through this Vanessa has a super giggle <laughs> fest going on. Yeah, we on. suffer uh, from uh, this. We suffer from giggle or laugh attacks. Laugh attacks. Nikki, <laughs> attack. please
0: introduce it this time. Welcome
2: to Never the Empty Nest. How are you guys? I'm Nicole. And I'm Vanessa. And I'm Jackie. And I'm back. Yeah, you're back.
0: Yeah. I'm back. I've been missing in action for a couple of things, but, you know, but I, I feel like we all had a little secret chat behind Matt's back and thought that we have to start this episode saying, oh my God, we have the best producer in the world named Matt whoop Corey. Whoop. Honestly, just so grateful. And the the best thing about it is when you're working with someone that you really love, they're, we're, we're having a new member of the nest. It feels like we're gaining a family member. It's
3: this really- has turned into a nest. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, uh, how was it without me, guys? Well, we were chismosa and talked behind your back about certain things. You'll find out when you hear it. I was afraid of this.
2: Nothing offensive,
3: just some real life
2: stuff that happened to correlate with, you know, it was just made sense to talk about it at the time.
0: Well, yeah. It was fun. I haven't heard it yet. So we'll see what that's like. (laughs) We'll ask her next time. Uh, I trust you guys. And I'm actually really grateful that you guys, you know, were here to take over when um, I'm not able to come on and that it sort of interrelates with our subject today, which is what happens when you have a little crisis or a little conflict because, you know, we've been talking about the nest a lot in terms of all the good stuff and... There's also a lot of conflict resolution. That's what we're going to talk about today, right? I think people talk about like the most family drama and conflict around the holidays, which are approaching in our case, at least now when we're recording. For us, the holidays aren't really conflictive. That's not the part. It's like everyday life that has conflict. But the holidays I super look forward to and I think are super, super fun. And the first thing that I think of is Lily and the Lechon. Do you want to tell that story? Well, before
3: we go into that, oh my God, incredible story. It's really good. We do go into a, a sort of a, a crisis mode because for us and for many families like us, everything has to be super clean and super organized and super. So, right before we're going to have our dinner or luncheon or whatever it is that we're going to have in the holiday this is especially true of Nochebuena, which is christmas eve then i particularly gets frantic go into this crisis mode uh and i go into a bit of a rant but mm-hmm. i am feeling better now because i see that they're doing it also vanessa and nicole a little bit. I was going to say, that's
0: mostly you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she goes um, into crazy mode. It's basically like, everything has to be super clean and everything has and to
3: And
2: then be she gets like in a crazy and bad mood, like right before. It's crazy. And she gets, she's like really cranky like, like, and right starts yelling. Like right the second before. Yeah.
3: Yeah. This is all true. And she's always
2: l- late to her own party, meaning she's always like doing stuff last minute and then she disappears When people get there to go like shower shower. and get dressed and yeah, (laughs) always, never fails. I'm like, oh boy, okay. Where's your mom? Oh, she's taking a shower. Yeah. (laughs) Even though (laughs) all the guests
0: are here. Even though everyone's
2: coming in. I think a lot of Cuban moms do that, like that whole freak out um, right before a party thing.
3: Well, I know you're going through denial, both of you, but I've witnessed your little mini rants yeah
2: i mean it happens a tiny bit but not
3: not only on the holiday this you know on the the party day or whatever
2: yeah do you want
0: to say the the story of the lechon
2: yeah so vanessa hosted christmas this was not last year because of the pandemic so the year before that right uh, two Christmases right. ago, in her house for the first time. And she went, uh, she's a vegetarian, but she went all out with a caja china and the pig, went to pick up the pig. A caja china in case, um, for those who don't know, is like a big wooden box. You go, you get the pig in the morning, <laughs> you have to adobarlo. Um, how do you say adobar? Um, marinate. Marinate, season marinate. Season season yeah, like seriously, marinate. The dead pig, <laughs> and then it's a very slow cook uh, in the in the box. You know, it's like with coal, and like it it cooks all day. And people show up earlier um, just to kind of hang out and and stand around the gachina with beer or a drink. And there's always like feliz navidad, you know. Like I just have that whole picture in my in my yeah. head. But anyways, so the night before is usually when you marinate and aduar the pig, right? So the night before Christmas Eve, because we celebrate Christmas Eve, not Christmas Day. We do the party Christmas Eve. So um, the 23rd, Lily's with us. We are doing this pig thing. And I used to love doing it. Remember, I used to love waking up like at five in the morning with my dad and go get the pig. My sister and my mom always hated it. I I was like, wake me up. I want to go. I think we've talked about this. so anyways... I don't think so.
0: You wanting to go get the pig. But Did we?
2: I think I talked about me and the pig, but we didn't say the lechon
0: story with Lily. The lechon, this particular Christmas, was in the middle of my living room, sprawled yes. out, looking down, like ribs totally open. Well, raw who opened pig. up the...
2: Uh, first, you have to start with
0: Carlos Fuentes. I'm a vegetarian, Yes, but I'm the one who insists on this. But anyway...
3: We were really concerned. I, I think I was concerned. Well, Everybody was we concerned. must clarify that because we hadn't done it in such a long, long, long time this way, we We had no idea how to cook a pig. Recruited a very great friend of mine and colleague, Carlos Fuentes. Yeah. He came with a hammer. And he came <laughs> on the twenty-third. The pig was here. And he did it the old fashioned way. So he split this. He split it and he broke the ribs and opened it right.
2: up.
0: It was like really savage, amazing.
2: I didn't see that. I was inside um, distracting the children because we were so scared the kids were gonna go out. And m- while he's like hacking into this uh, dead right. raw pig, and yeah, my daughter's gonna freak out. We're super concerned because
0: all the kids are like there, and we're like, this is barbaric and this is insane. Even though we do this, we had we hadn't done this in a long time, but it's a tradition, right? And then where the pig is in the living room and Lily's like sort of like nonchalant about it. And She's like, oh, there's a pig. I'm like, oh, okay, Um, I guess she
2: uh, doesn't care. She
0: tasted the pig after seeing it. Like that's what it looks like. Cooking all day. Yeah. Cooking all day long. She tastes the pig and she was like, this is the best thing I've ever had in my whole
3: life.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is pretty true and it so delicious. it is true it, it was delicious by the way props to our dad um for yeah. um we had no idea how to cook a pig i mean we just hadn't done it
3: ourselves we never did it ourselves I, exactly that's yeah. what i'm
2: saying i mean it, we were part not, of it but alone. we had never done it ourselves so we were like yeah. freaking out because a lot of people were coming over and she was it was so funny she loved it and to this day I came back home and I do lomo, uh, the tenderloin, pork tenderloin, like once a week. Because I was like, okay, she loves pork. So let's do the little tenderloins, uh, you know, once a week. And she's like, is this like the pig like in Aya's house in Christmas? Because that was delicious. And yeah. I'm like, um, well, it's similar. And then this now, she knows we're going back to Miami this year uh, for Christmas. and it's gonna, She's like, it's going to be at Aya's house. That was the best party ever. And are you going to do the big pig? Are we going to cook the pig? And I was like, oh, my God. So we had nothing to be concerned about. There was no conflict there. There there. was no... We made up the conflict. We do that sometimes. We do that sometimes. We are a
3: family of overreactors. Yeah.
0: But we do have actual conflict of which these past weeks we've had about three big ones. Yeah. These are like regular tropes, I think. Both of... All three of them are like... Regular conflicts that each one of us causes. You know what I mean? Like the, that is the culprit of. I, I mm-hmm. take credit for the second one. But first I'm going to blame you, of course, Nikki. The first okay. one. <laughs> um, so basically, my sister has this problem. Thank you. Tell Thank me if you. I'm saying this wrong. I'm already creating conflict by saying, my sister has this problem. I realize <laughs> that as I speak. But she usually, when you ask her something, she responds with, but... Before she says yes and, and she's like a no person first, even though inside herself, she's saying yes to the outside world. She actually is saying but and no. And so it's always like, oh my God. And since we work together, Sometimes she's cast in some of my shows, but she has to go through the whole casting procedure like every other human. Like she doesn't get to not go through casting just because it's something I wrote. You know what I mean?
2: Mm -hmm, Of course. Do you
0: want to say that story from your perspective? What happened last week?
2: Well, I'm across the country. So for me, it's a little complicated especially right now
0: wait but start from the beginning someone called you well i don't know someone called you to 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 be part of a show that we're that we're making
2: well we got the email to be part of the show and well initially this was this has been months like this yeah really mm-hmm. but um so i've been like yeah 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 and they keep pushing dates and i say yeah 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 and then now they send like oh these are the black like if you could hold these dates tell me which ones are your conflicts that was the email so i told hmm um, the person who contacted me or I said, well, I, and, and I wasn't in my brain, I wasn't being negative in my brain. I was like, well, I can't say yes hundred mm-hmm. percent because I have to figure out exactly what are those dates of conflict? Because now I have to figure out who's gonna, you know, watch the dog, watch my kids. I have to fly. I have to fly. My kid is Lily going to stay in school. I had all this stuff and I was like, I, I I really want to do this, but I don't know if it's possible to be there all those dates. I got to figure it out. And she's like, can I, and then like, sometimes they're like, oh yeah, I need to know right now. I'm like, well, I can't tell you right now that answer. It's much more complicated for me. Right. So it came out as negative to the other side. So here's where, and then my sister's like biting my head off. Like you are so negative.
0: Right. So let me say what, what comes back to me on the production end. Right. So like, We're doing this show. Every single cast member that's been called is so excited about it. And their responses are like, oh my God, yes, yes. I just move everything. I will do everything. Yes, 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 yes. It was like the response from this casting director was like so everybody's like a thousand percent in except nicole garcia who who looks like she might have conflicts because she says that blah 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 and then it was like this long thing and i was like dear lord this is like i know this is just my sister expl- over explaining
2: yeah i over explain over
0: explaining to this person i over explain all the time but it's super valuable to people to know that that like on the production and all they care about all they heard was like all these people said yes and this person's pretty much no um that's what they heard and that's for me I was like no I know that that's not what she meant so then I call you and we have a little fight (laughs) and we have a fight and mom is on the text thread at some point and then mom is mediating saying I think that what Vane is saying is that it seems like you could say it better so that I don't Okay. Text doesn't
3: people. have a voice, so I don't think that's what I said it like that.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, mom has a voice. You do, mom. Mom, when you're talking, you do like a, a special voice when you're okay. Something. Okay. <laughs> it's not so like Snow Whitey, but okay. Okay. All right. One
3: day, <laughs> my prince will come. Vanessa is the perfect Snow White. That's right. <laughs> exactly. The uh, voice. It's amazing. Amazing. Voice. <laughs> the kids love it, and it's for real. Uh, Okay, so when I see, you know, I stand back, I see it, I see rockets flying from one (laughs) end to the other. So when I think that it's time for me to sort of clear the air a bit and put things into perspective for both of them, because I'm like the outside person or the third party that can clearly see what's going on, I come in and I explain to both of them what the other one is saying. And so that they both understand that there is validity in what both of them are saying. And with a little lesson for our ratoncita, Nikki, telling her that this is something that the outside world doesn't care all the loops you have to jump through. And I understand where she's coming from, like uber responsible, I don't give you I don't want to give you my word. And what if I can't but but that's something to be processed separately. What is good to hear when you present something exciting is whatever you feel, if you feel excitement, and that you want to do it is Oh my god, thanks for calling. This is so exciting. Let me look at my calendar and I'll be right back. My life and I'll get back to you uh, and then you make a commitment to get back to them, let's say today is Monday. I'll get back to you by Friday. Do you need to know before then and all of that? So that's how um and then Vane on the other side was uh valid, made valid points, you know, saying that this is what happens. You have all these people just saying yes, yes, yes. And then you have the one cast member that, that is shedding light. Also, perception is reality. So the right. person who took the call, who, who's making the call, has a certain perception, mm-hmm. didn't process what totally. Nikki was saying. And so it comes along mm-hmm. negatively. So, so yeah, that was... Uh, it's uh, interesting,
0: uh, you know? And, like, it's not that other people don't have issues because I personally know one of them is going through a divorce. One of them is, you know, like... But they're not saying all these things when they give you the response, right? They're going to end up saying it in the room because they're actors and they talk, like, crazy about everything and they love drama. I mean, reality. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs>
2: And um, I'm the opposite. I say all the drama true. first and I don't get into any drama when I start working. Exactly On my end, I would feel so horrible saying, yeah, yes, 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 yes. And then be like, um, actually, this is going to be a pro-. You know, like in my brain, that's worse. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, I, I, I've i realized that that is not. Yeah. And I just have to work against what my, my instinct is in, in that. And I understand it. Yeah. But people don't give yeah. a shit and just say, give me a second uh, and I'll let you know as soon as I know. Boom, that's it. Yeah. That's all I have and to really say. And really
0: it's that initial... The initial like, yes, I want to do this. Yes, this is going to
2: happen. Also, I thought that was obvious that, of course, I want to do it. No, it's not obvious. No, but um, also I was talking to someone that wasn't a stranger. So I I didn't realize that I was being... There's a danger in all of that. Too casual. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So it's like, well, okay. But then, you know, I get attacked. I think it's a really interesting lesson for every...
0: Like I was learning while I was watching it happen. And I was like, and I think that it's the... Like we were talking, we brought this up. I was telling mom oh let's talk about conflict and you said actually let's talk about crises crises yeah because crises comes from like this moment in actually like disease language where you're either gonna solve it you're gonna live and thrive or you're (laughs) gonna die yeah so it's like the language like the etymology of the word and I think you were so right like that's the thing like actually it's not a bad thing it's a good thing Here's this crisis, and it's gonna either break you or make you better. You know, it's like
2: literally, yeah. Because yeah, that was a crisis for me because that right. was uh, I had yeah. to figure out, a,
3: you know, a lot, a lot of crazy stuff. And and it actually is the perfect example. It's a great example of the definition of crisis because until it doesn't get to the critical point for the crisis, it just keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Whatever is there just keeps happening. That's true. I don't like to get lost in the example because it happens everywhere from project management to life. Once the crisis hits, because it wasn't taken care of before, which obviously is the ideal thing, it's best if if it's just a crisis, this is the time, and live or die. Are we going to fix it or not? This is the moment that we have to fix this. It happens at work a lot, especially if you're a crisis manager and project manager, because sometimes when you have a lot of people working on something, somebody's going to let it go. So you sort of put band-aids on it and just like mm-hmm. communications in a family or a nest until it gets to that critical point where the light shines through. Let's talk about it. Let's fight let's do whatever it is we need to do and boom yeah hi that's super true the second the second example
0: that we were we sort of were chit-chatting about was um the other thing that happened this past week one of the reasons so the reason why i wasn't here and i think it's something the reason why i'm bringing it up now is because it has it's something that has come up over and over again and it's linked to the same little problem and until it gets kind of explosive it doesn't get fixed you know, like it doesn't, nothing happens you because know,
3: but, we p- yeah. shove it under the rug. It's not, you know, we know it's going to be a critical point. Yeah. We know it's going to come to, yeah. you know, to head. So we we always try to do that. You know, no, we avoid. Yeah,
0: something that happened. That one of the reasons why I wasn't around for the last podcast was that I was um, one of the the one of the two that that I missed was that I was interviewing a lot of people, um, gathering their stories about Cuba. And as we were collecting the stories, we came to this crazy moment where I realized I was in the room creating a project with someone whose dad was essentially worked in the shoe store that my grandfather's family owned in Saola Grande, that they were best friends in Cuba. The reason why this is crazy is because I have been kind of searching for a line to my father's the my father who passed away his story and i can't get to it because he's not here you know what i mean and i've been searching for that and then all of a sudden Little by little, we start talking, and, and to this to this woman, she's like, I'm from San Juan La Grande. Oh, my God. My family is too. What do you know? Not much. This, that. I ask my mom the name of the shoe store, La Moda Elegante. She says, what? That's my dad worked in that shoe store his whole life. He was like their top salesman. And I was like, what? And then she shows me a picture of her dad standing next to my grandfather, which is insane. It's crazy. Nuts. It's really crazy. Insane. My paternal grandfather. The the one that I don't... Like that line of the family, I don't know that much about. You guys have heard us talk about... This is not who we're talking about. We're talking about my father who's passed away, his family. And it was crazy. So I come home and I start telling you know, mom and Nico, like, oh, this is this huge discovery. And Nikki's like, oh, my God. And like, we're all super excited. And there's more to the story, right? But then my sister says, well, now you have to give me and I'm not going to ask you again, the More poster.
2: And I didn't say s- then. I did. it, was, it was a totally separate thing. No, it was connected. It was during that. Well, I didn't know that. It was right after.
0: It was in the same thread. It was the reason why I know that. Here's my analysis. I'm bringing my analysis to this, but essentially, let's talk about what the Benny Moré poster is. Benny Moré is a famous Cuban singer, um, who everybody knows about. Like, uh, mom, name a few songs.
1: Como fue, no sé decirte cómo fue.
0: Yes. That one and a lot of others. Um but a million others. Yeah, no, if you hear him, it's like this angelic, gorgeous, like really individual, beautiful Cuban voice, right? So there's this awesome poster that my dad gave my sister, my father, paternal father, who we're just talking about from Sahuala Grande, gives my sister, and it's like this really cool poster. He's in the orchestra. And somehow when we were living together. I had like internalized that it was essentially mine. She took it because it, she felt like taking it. It
3: wasn't. Besides the importance that it was a gift, it is a beautiful yeah yeah image. It's really beautiful. It's a beautiful photograph. One yeah. It's a beautiful image of Benny More. So real to what he was, and it and yeah. it's it, they captured him. Probably in the middle of the show or yeah. the concert because he take he's on with a t-shirt mm-hmm. with a... Camiseta. A camiseta. One of those Cuban camisetas. Yeah, he's like in the middle of it, literally leading the band and just like in it, in yeah. it, in it. The photograph is splendid. I, now they're going to continue their story, but because I knew that this would come to this, and I'm glad it did finally, I tried to get a copy of that. They don't even know Aww. this. For so many... <laughs> I did too, by the way. I did too. I couldn't find it. And and I said, maybe not exactly that one, but something similar. Listen. It's impossible to find. To this day, I'll keep looking. But I have not found one poster of Benny More like that one. Well, the point is is that it was
2: from Cuban nostalgia. That's like, they don't yeah. even do that anymore, I don't think. They do, basically They started it again. They do. They started it again. Well, in Miami, once a year... They it was this huge fair festival. They would it would be in a huge auditorium, and they would have all collectible items, things from Cuba. It was all about Cuba nostalgia, literally, and it was very special. and And I used to go with my dad. I went twice with him. I think uh, two or three times. Um, I ended up getting those little shot glasses for Gamari from Waco from how wild in Cuba. Yeah, wild. I mean, I, a restaurant she could, that your she couldn't believe that my friend's parents used to own a restaurant owned. in Cuba. And then they recreated it in a sort of way in 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 Miami. Uh, but anyways, it was the original, like little shot glasses. I I mean she could they could not believe I found that. Um yeah. so there as you could just so that you understand how hard it is to find things that you get there, not only that, but you know, my father's not with us anymore. It was very special to me. I don't want to talk about it because I'll cry. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyways, so I will it was take always it, it was always very
0: this image is a is very charged, obviously, right? For a lot of reasons. So I had it under. I stole it. <laughs> <She> <laughs> Essentially, stole it. yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, we can be straight about it. It was we lived together and we shared it for a long time, and I loved that image because Cuba is a massive part of my life, and that. Image to me is like the artistry and Cuba all matched into one. And it's like what you're talking about, like that moment of making the thing. And it's so, it's just really amazing. But then also I'm like, anyway, I put it under my Amparo poster. Amparo is the show, a show that I did that was based on Cuba that continues to have a life. And it's based on the the real Havana Club Rum that, you know, was created in Cuba from whom the brand was stolen by the Cuban government, so there's this, like, I had this story on my wall where it was like, "Here's this thing." Also, the one of the producers of that, his dad was best friends with Benny Moré, so I had all this like story, you know. And also, I was like, "Dad should have given that to me." <laughs> <laughs> I know that's so unfair. It's so asshole. Like, well, I, you know, I'm the music person. <laughs> here's the crisis. I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell you what the crisis is. Because Dad used to give you a lot more gifts, true than me. it's just a fact he loved to shower you with gifts for some reason,
3: and you would not accept his gifts either so what yeah. that's a podcast for another day, and rightfully so
0: it could go into another conversation, but l- like there was a moment where you know, and I literally have been the family historian and the Cuba person in the in, like. You haven't even been to Cuba. Right,
2: but that's fine, but that doesn't give you the right to take something that was not given to you. Exactly, another conflict for another day.
0: Exactly, (laughs) but I'm saying that all of this is wrapped into this thing unconsciously for both of us. The thing is charged, and and I'm like, my sister doesn't even sit down to think about all the freaking layers of why this might mean something to me, but that's fine. And then I'm like, well, let me stop and think about why it means everything to her. That's your assumption. Exactly, so my point is, I think that we both came to a point. Oh, because then I had a really like obnoxious response and was like, whatever, I'm sending it to you and I never want to hear another word about this again. And then here we are talking about it. She was
2: like putting it on me and I was like, How dare you? I wasn't putting it on you. Yeah, I literally you were. was like, I don't want to hear it. Like, again. how dare you ask for what's yours? And so sick my little text
3: voice interrupted them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like appalled. Because I have mentioned it many times, yes. and it was completely ignored. And so I said, okay, let's process this. And they did. And now Benny Moret, is it in LA? Yes, yes. I sent it. It cost $100 to send. Oh my God, more than the poster. Uh, yeah, well, who knows?
2: But. Nikki, do you have it already? Yeah, it's on my wall. Oh, On top of my piano, where I write songs.
3: Okay. <laughs> there, it found its home. Don't yeah. worry, Ivana. You'll um, get another It's one. It it's bittersweet matter.
2: though, because it's like connected to all this fight now. But uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> but I still Here's know it's thing. mine. It's still mine, exactly. And you know I, what? You and know, I know what it I'm, is. And I well, am saying it's rightfully yours. Yeah, we processed it. We did. My father did buy me stuff, but when every time I go to your house, you have so much. Dad he makes that shit
0: up. I have one thing of his. Nicole Look at my mom's face.
2: You I have, have so only his
3: much. first dollar, okay. which I was This very is what we're going to do. About. Okay, we are going to go through. <laughs> I, I will take but an see, inventory. We
2: laugh. We, we go. We talk about this and we fight
0: and we laugh and we okay. get over it. I just want to say, let me please, please, please say, yeah, that I have one thing of dad's that I that I took from his apartment after he died. That's not true. Yes, it is. I have a one thing. What's the one okay. thing? the helmet oh you're right I yeah have you have ones- you go all over you take the inventory <laughs> mom
2: because yeah, i took an, an inventory, inventory and then i went to her back house and there's a ton of stuff over there too
0: so oh excuse me i asked you if you wanted any of that and you said no no no
2: that is no, true no, no. Okay, so she whatever. has the so shoe collection she has in the, my shuka, brain, the shadow the one box thing that i have perception is yeah reality. in your which it is yep. not it's a handful of very good of very cool things
0: you're right, you're right. I just realized it. It just illuminated the light so, bulb. So, the whole, I yeah. just, I so, saw it for the first time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. In my brain, the very, the thing that I, that I that I think that I have of his is the first dollar. Because I remember making, saying like, this is the only thing that I want. If nothing else, I don't care. That's the only thing I wanted. And I have it hung up. The first dollar he ever made that yes, his, I know. as yeah. a kid, mm-hmm. like... Shining shoes. Shining shoes. <laughs> that he took home to his mom as a kid like a little shoeshine boy so i have that and you're right i also have his football helmet
2: i've just counted like five things that
3: you have in your in your <laughs> <laughs> i'll take the inventory i'll and, like
2: legit stuff like his helmet from high school when he played football and the, all the no, little i already, shoes already and said you're shadow. right i already so anyways right. it, for me it was like can i have the one thing that you know you know you're what right. happened to me wrong. when and i said no back in the day it, when you're like so wrapped up in the grief part, and then we were going through the probate and it was so yeah. horrible that's a yeah. whole other a whole yeah. other episode or whatever conversation but you know you're like just like oh, i don't care i don't care i don't care and now it's like man i wish i would have had a couple more <laughs> things but in that moment you don't care about the things right you don't yeah. think about that you know years down the line of like oh that would have been cool to keep you know but you know, say love vie. Yeah. I just want my the Benny More thing
0: back. And now you have it in its in its rightful place and you're right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. yours. Simple. Yeah, simple. And but it was a big it was a crisis. Actually we yes. we, we almost we went in again right now.
2: Yeah. But we know how to stop yeah. it. See like we we can pull yeah, it back. no, we got it. Have we talked about how we it, made a decision never you... to try again this is about you took the words out of my mouth and I wanted to talk about that today too because it's very it's perfect for talk this about conversation. This I think it's a
0: good place to to wrap, like to take into the wrapping section of this because it's perfect what, what happened. I know what you're going to say. Tell. Well, because my sister
2: and I used to have a guy, because we're very different, right? I mean, we're very similar in a lot of ways because we were raised by the, the same person and we're, you know, we're both artists in our own ways and, uh, you know, we've lived together. At, but we are very different in some ways and when we were younger and less mature, we would get into some crazy fights. Like, like really I mean, bad. not like punching, I mean, but like really bad fights, like really explosive horrible fights and one day we just we were in italy together backpacking sort of not really but yeah actually we were in italy right before dad died this was two months before my father died not even two months Mm mm-hmm and we were traveling and we got into this crazy fight and one day we were just walking we were in the street and we said okay we just need to stop and from now on we just have to decide just to say if we see each other getting this crazy this mad, we just stop the conversation and just stop it stop fighting but
0: we said we said let's just make a decision on this trip
2: on this trip yeah
0: on this trip not to fight because we saw ourselves going there yeah like you're saying and then we realized that the End of the trip that we hadn't fought, and it was like the best trip ever, even though a million things went wrong. And it was like, you know, Oh my god, all yeah. Traveling, yeah, yeah, it was awesome though. It was like one of the best, so trips, much I think. fun, yeah, yeah. And at the end, we were like, Wow, we haven't fought once, and we were like, Why don't we just do this always? Yeah, and we made a decision,
2: yeah, we yeah? made a decision to stop a fight before it gets ugly. And we yep. just, not that you're putting s- sweeping under the rug, it's just that we tend to ex- make things explode when they don't need to. And then, so it's like, okay, whoa, 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 let's back yeah. up, let's back Literally up.
0: Literally self-restraint. Yeah. It's like, just stop and think about this.
3: And then you process it.
2: Yeah.
0: And then if you really need to keep going, you can keep going a little. But if you don't, ugh, it's not worth it. It's like, let's go watch a movie and have a drink. But- yeah. And also you could just talk about it.
2: Right right like let's stop yelling at each other and let's just talk about it
0: <laughs> yeah but it's hard it's literally what i'm teaching yeah. my toddler self-restraint it's yeah. everything <laughs> damn yeah anyway we have mom is super conflictive too but we won't go into it just kidding she's not she's totally not <laughs> she's really no, not. she's the no. problem solver yeah the the the, we can talk about this another time like her hypersensitivity oh
2: my god yeah lately yeah which i think
0: is the core of all the issues because all our fights with mom are that she's so
2: sensitive so
0: sensitive to get you can't talk to her and you feel like "Mm, she's gonna she's gonna blow and i get it but there's a (laughs) lot going on in her life right now (laughs) yeah and she's essentially dealing with a lot. As, a lot as of As everyone who has ever heard this podcast knows. Yeah. And doesn't even know the surface of. So, meaning like, you know, on in the house and everything. So,
3: let's not even get into it. But it is true that I am hypersensitive. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a personality type, by the way, that I have. We'll talk about it another day. Yeah. It is true what they're saying. And I am hypersensitive. Yeah. And I've learned to live with it. And because hypersensitivity is not always understood. I'm hypersensitive in every way, so I can get hurt very easily. But uh, what I found that I did was that, because obviously, you know, sometimes it's a tough world out there. You got to play, you got to be tough and you you just don't show it. Obviously, with the people that are very close to me, uh, know me very well and I'm unveiled Mm -hmm. Uh, and I don't have to not be, Hypersensitive.
0: Yeah, except that me and Nikki are like, there's a lot that we don't tell you because we are like, mm, yeah. Let's not tell mom this because we're scared if she's going to be very sensitive about it. And then we have to have the whole discussion. <laughs> are still on the side. Sidebar. And then we go to you with the watered down version. <laughs> good, good. But the point is, and I think, <laughs> good. <laughs> In I'm other words, good process the conflict out of the conflict before it gets to me thank you that said i do think that crisis is the best word for this and i think that really good stuff comes from it i mean as a writer you can't have anything happen without crisis and conflict you just can't have anything move or happen and people don't change without it like the one rule of writing is your characters have to change right you don't get that without crisis or conflict. You just don't. Well, that's right. Because that's not so. what's
2: real. What's real is everyone goes through crisis in life, and yeah, everyone it's goes through change. How you come out of it. So, and art it's is a reflection of, of life. So, you have yeah. to tell the truth when you do art.
3: Yeah. How you process it and how you come out of it, it determines, I guess, the, the, you know, the the character and how you're going to address it next time. But in any nest, right? Sticking to our subject matter, or in any relationship. For me, it's super important not to bury things. You can table them for the moment mm-hmm. because it's not the right time and everybody's not open in that moment to discuss that. But definitely process, process until you get, to, you still have to process Benny More, I'm telling you, ladies, and who I'm going to do an inventory, I promise, and get to the bottom of the truth of that so that uh, that doesn't become a, you know. Good, good, great. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Amazing.
0: <laughs> so glad that's not over. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I have a, an idea of how to end today because I kind of. I just want to put it out into the universe. Can we each just say before we say goodbye and and with that we look forward to seeing and hearing everyone next episode before we do that little moment, can we say who we would like as a guest on our show, like our our one person that like the first person that comes to your head that you're like, even if they're giant and it doesn't matter, like who do you want on? Let's put it out there. I have a really weird one.
2: I, I don't know because there's so many People. i have a super
0: weird one that cool. i'm gonna okay, reach you tell out to me yours today. i'm gonna invite daisy fuentes do you remember her oh yeah of course she was an mtv uh, oh, mtv vj, VJ. Uh-huh.
2: and then she did Cuban. other stuff she, yeah she hosted other stuff and, and now mm-hmm.
0: she's like i don't know she's been popping up on my instagram and i'm like i'm gonna invite daisy fuentes to our show that now, whole 90s when mtv was MTV. i realize like, now that i think she was the first person i saw on tv that was like oh she's like me And she's on MTV, you know, like, not like me, but like, like Cuban. Yeah. Anyway, what about you guys? One person, anyone. It has to be a a celebrity, right?
3: No. No. No? No. Who do you want on the show? Uh, Matt. Oh. Ooh. We're going to invite Matt. (laughs) Our producer. (laughs)
0: And
2: we're going to end with Matt. (laughs) And Nikki. (laughs) I don't know i would have to think about it because there's a lot of people obviously i had mentioned to vane about eva mendez just because she's uh, a pretty big celebrity and she's very cuban and she is not married to a cuban eva Eva mendez um only because she's because she had mentioned how she didn't do the whole nanny thing and she decided to stop working and for a while and do the home thing and she did the night stuff she did all that she went she She retreated and literally because of that um aspect Mm -hmm. i thought it was
3: um okay but but there's so so many other people that i would love to if i am to pick a celebrity i want sally fields oh sally fields or diane keaton there we go oh my
2: god i would love to talk to diane keaton But, I mean, that's just, like, in general, people who you would want to talk to.
0: Amazing about their families. Actually, those two would be really interesting. We're going to stop this podcast, or we'll go on forever. Yes. We're going to say bye. Bye, everybody. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye for today, but we're leaving it with all the wishes. And we will catch you next time on Never the Empty Nest.
1: Success, she says, all the great things ahead. I'll be here when it's time to see you again And if you fall, she says, if someone breaks your heart I'll mend your wounds in this nest of ours till you're ready to depart
0: go
3: um okay <laughs> why don't you <laughs> she's like she's like a child she is a child that's another secret sometimes you can giggles. really be I don't know a child wrong with me.
0: all right guys okay. i'm gonna start the worst is when mom and i have giggle attacks because which oh, is yeah yours never perfect.
2: ends